Hi friends, welcome to the St. Anne Parish Podcast, where we seek to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. We hope you enjoy this episode. This comes as no surprise to everybody. I grew up here. This is uh, my home, and it has been uh, as a parish since 1984 when this church started. I remember, as many of you do, the little white church on the corner of Coppell Road and Bethel. I remember when we celebrated Mass at Coppell Middle School East in the cafeteria. I remember when, um, after so long, uh, we built an actual physical building, a building where we could worship the Lord. It was um, our assembly room. That's what we call it now. Um, But for so long, it was just the church. Um, It's where we had mass every single Sunday. Uh, No pews, right? We had chairs. We put the chairs out every single mass, and we um, put them up. It was the only building that we had, and it was... Wonderful. But it was never the, uh, meant to be the final building. Uh, we were always, as a community during that time, hoping, waiting, watching uh, for our church to be built. Um, and on October 27, 2001, uh, we consecrated this building. Uh, The bishop at that time came, and I don't know if you've ever seen the consecration or the dedication of a church, um, but the bishop takes vats of oil, and he dumps it on the altar, and he smooths and spreads the oil all over the altar. He even goes to the walls of the church and paints those walls with the same holy oil, consecrating this place to be a place of worship for the holy sacrifice. And for over 20 years, we've been worshiping in this place, in this church, this house of God. Um, And for those of you who don't know the style of this church, if you haven't really been able to go to very many different churches in the Dallas area, this is an incredibly traditional style of church. It is made in the shape of a cross. A cross, you can see it. Right? If you laid the cross sideways, these are the arms of Christ. This, the feet would be where our baptismal um, font is. And then this is where the heart and then the head is. And as the cross, the body of Christ, uh, is meant to be here, day after day, moment after moment, it calls or the offering of Christ. And every Sunday, we lift high the bread and we say the words of Jesus Christ. We lift high the chalice and we say the words of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is present. This is my body. This is my blood. And God says it. And so indeed it happens in this beautiful cruciform church. There is Jesus present. And when we gather together as the body of Christ, we receive Christ in his fullness, his body, his blood, his soul, and divinity. In the sacrament, we become what we receive. And there's this beautiful expression 
Christ present in the priest, Christ present in the sacrament, Christ present in the people. For so long within our church, uh, we were always kind of a, a transitory people. We were moving from that small church to a middle school cafeteria, uh, even to our assembly room. And I remember um, this church was consecrated when I had already left for college. But I remember the first time that when I was in high school, I didn't just go to Sunday Mass, I started to go to daily Mass. And I started to be in our chapel. And in our chapel was a tabernacle, presence of the Lord. And I remember I had to learn what it meant when you entered a church. When we enter our church, the proper sign of reverence is towards the altar, and so we bow. But when I started to go into the chapel where there was a tabernacle, where we have um, what would be a red candle at the front, showing the presence of Jesus Christ, I remember going in there and not knowing how to enter. I knew that there was something different present within the chapel, but I had to be taught that the proper reverence when you're in front of the blessed sacrament in the tabernacle is to genuflect. And that room was something different. Our church building of the, of the assembly room was, was wonderful, but I remember walking into the chapel and feeling like it was something transcendent. Like I wasn't just in this world anymore, that I was inhabiting something more. And it's always been a place in my heart that in our church, which has such a traditional cruciform design, that we would have um, a beautiful tabernacle as well. An ability to have Jesus present here, not just at the holy sacrifice of the Mass, but that he would always be reserved here. And so over um, the past two years when I arrived here, um, it was placed upon my heart and a number of people came up to me and they asked me, why don't we have um, a tabernacle in our church? So many new members are coming to St. Anne's and they asked the question, they say, it's such a traditional layout of a church. Why doesn't it have a tabernacle? And every time they asked me, I was like, I don't know. It does seem to cry out for it, doesn't it? I'm glad you agree. <laughs> it does. It seems to cry out. And the more I prayed with that question, the more I just continued to feel that the Spirit was leading um, our church to have a tabernacle inside our main sanctuary. And so I started to pray about it, and I asked the Lord if this it continues to be something that is not just on my heart, but more importantly, I want it to be on your heart, Lord. I want it to be your will for your church. If it is, continue to bring people that are asking for that. Continue to make this burn within the heart of your people um, that it's not just my will, but your will, and not just uh, that, but it's manifest. The Lord always speaks through his people. And more people came to me and asked me. And so I finally, I said, I need, I need to go ask the bishop. I need to go talk to him. 
to see what his thoughts, feelings, desires are for our church community of St. Anne's. And I asked him, and he said, it, it just seems to fit, doesn't it? And I was like, yes, it does. And so I asked him, I was like, can we start to just wrap this entire process in prayer? He said, yes. He's like, do you have your money raised yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm just praying about it. We're just starting the process. And oh, by the way, you have to give me permission for that. Um, but he was so excited to, with the process, he gave me permission to start to bring it to the community um, and to get uh, your feedback, your thoughts, where is your heart at, um, to start asking people what it would look like. And so as we've been thinking about this, as I've been praying about it, there's a number of things that I just want to share one of the things that I would like to do is I would like our sanctuary space to be holy about the Lord. And you can see in our sanctuary space, it's beautiful. I love our, um, our mural, our transfiguration, our cross. But one of the things that I want to do is create kind of a boundary from that back ambulatory area to kind of hide away our live stream where we just have like this black cloth now. I want to put some wonderful uh, metal ironwork gates so that we can continue our, the spirit of evangelization that makes manifest those, our, our mass to those who can't be with us every Sunday, those who are sick and homebound, those who might be sick but still want to participate with their community. And so we want to be able to set that to make our sanctuary space more beautiful. I want to bring in a Rarados. Um, if you're you guys all know our chapel, right? Right? It's beautiful. That beautiful wood piece that's against the wall, I want to bring something like that into our sanctuary space. And in that Raridas, have a tabernacle where our Lord can be 24-7. Where he can be housed within our church. There's some other practical things that I want to do. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed, sometimes our sound system isn't great. I would like to uh, redo some of our sound fixtures uh, and make it to where we can enter in wholeheartedly to our worship, um, even those that are in the back of the church. And I want there to be a central focal point that everything within this draws our mind and our heart to the beauty of the tabernacle and to the holy sacrifice of the mass that happens on our altar. In this, um, we have so much uh, beautiful canvas on our walls, right? We have um, so much places where we could put traditional artwork um, and paint and allow our church to be like um, some of the cathedrals that you visit other places where um, even the walls testify to the grandeur of creation. And so we're just kind of at the beginning of this process of thinking, we know we want a tabernacle, we know we want a raridas, we want our crucifix, um, which is so beautiful right there, we want it maybe to be more centrally located. But there's so much that we're praying about. 
And so I said, before we make any decisions, I want to gather as a people of God. Before we move a tabernacle in, before we decide what our Raridos is going to look like, before we start um, talking about the plan and raising funds for it, I want us as a people of St. Anne's that has always been dedicated to the Eucharist, a people of St. Anne's that... Um, it was the first church in the Dallas area to have 24-7 adoration um, where someone is praying for our parishioners every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year. There's someone praying there right now for all of us. And this has always been the source and the summit, the beginning and the end of our faith. And the place where we worship every Sunday just cries out for it. And so we want to wrap this entire project in prayer. Um, as you walked in, there was a prayer card that we gave everybody. I invite you as um, people who are obviously interested in worshiping the Lord um, to take this and pray this with your family, to continue this um, because we want this to be every moment with the Lord. We want to press into his mission for his church, his heart, his Eucharistic heart to be within um, our sanctuary space. We want this place to be something transcendent that raises our minds and our hearts to the Lord, uh, not just for the time being, but we want it to be something that speaks to the generations to come. I am so grateful for those who, uh, when I was a child, um, decided that they were going to make uh, St. Anne's a church, and that they were faithful and dedicated to the mission of the Lord. Um, and now we believe that the Lord is having us as a community take another step. And so for the future generations, um, we want to build and to allow our sanctuary space to be something that calls out to him. And so I would invite us all, if you'll join with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, you marvelously formed our human nature and in the fullness of time sent your only Son to even more wondrously elevate it. Grant us, we pray, that made partakers in your divine nature through the Eucharist, we may be continuously transformed by the renewal of our minds. Send forth your Holy Spirit to guide us as we work to renew our church in beauty and grandeur through this campaign to transcend the ordinary, draw us closer to you and to one another in bonds of faith, hope, and charity. Let this work be yours, not our own. For if you do not build the house, in vain do the builders labor. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. The St. Anne vision is to bring people to Jesus, form disciples, and send them to transform the world. To learn more about St. Anne, go to stannparish.org. God bless.